What's good, everybody? You are listening to a brand new episode of Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks with me, your host, Benjamin Banks, and my co-host, Trav. What's good, man? Hey, what's up, baby? What's up, Fitty? Hey, bro. Hey. Just to let everybody know, I got a tooth pulled earlier today, and... I kind of like, like it, I though. I sound like 50 Cent. Yeah, because what? I'm not as loud as normal? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's like you got this many new men. swag to you right now. First off, on me. you rolled up in the sweats and the white tee. Uh-huh. That's... That's 03, 04 throwback right there. The and the beanie. Yeah, the way T.I. T- does it, uh-huh. bro. Yeah, so. You know it, bro. And you got the, the clinch, the clinch off. I can't help it, man. I'm going to try my best to talk as uh, good. I mean, I can still talk. No, no, you can still talk. It's Clearly, you could tell that it's something, something is different <laughs> than you. I want to say, Ron, there's something different in the way that you talk. But I dig it, bro. This is how I'm kind of digging talk. it. I kind of wish you talked like this all the time. Nah. Hey, let me say. No go, 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 shorty. Many men, uh, have go, mercy you on me. You say you a wankster. Mm-hmm. Never pop. I'll take you to the candy shop. <laughs> I'll let you look. Um, it's so, it's going to be so spot on. But, yo, I know we laughing and we joking right now. But first, let's get this out the way. Yes. Let's pay our condolences. Let's give our respects. We lost two legends. First one is Rocky Johnson. If you don't know who that is, that's Dwayne The Rock Johnson's father. He is one of the pioneers for African-Americans in wrestling. Him and Tony Atlas were the first ever WWF tag team champions and i always felt like rocky johnson looked like apollo creed when i was a kid i could see that that's what i related his look to i could see was that. apollo creed he was kind of like an american hero him and tony atlas I right mean, like bro like that those dudes they were huge man bro i mean i still say tony atlas is an underrated i agree wrestler i agree with you on that i've I'm, met i've met tony atlas several times very nice man he's funny and crazy but he's really nice. Bro, if you're a wrestler in the 70s and 80s, you had to be crazy. They're Man, all funny. crazy. Not all of them. No, they're all nuts. I think anytime I, you do that kind of line of work, you gotta it, be nuts. either you got to be nuts initially or to drive you nuts. So you when know you know say I mean? nuts, are you talking like nuts like uh, Michael Keaton and Batman where he's like, you want to get nuts? Yeah, I mean, not like, you know, you're going to go on a killing rampage. Nuts, <laughs> I'm not. But, t- well, he wasn't trying to kill to, anybody. No, no, no. I'm just saying you want to get nuts. You're a little askew. Yeah. So, but yeah, rest in peace to Rocky Johnson. The Rock gave a beautiful Instagram video. Mm-hmm. And also, um, he's going to, he wrote the eulogy for his father's funeral, which uh, I believe is, well, it would have passed already by the time this airs, yeah. but this coming up Friday, yes. I believe. And um, tragic. I, it's really tragic because it was so sudden. Yeah. You know, it's just a random thing that happened. It wasn't like, He's been on the downward spiral for X amount of time. And sometimes you see that stuff coming. Yeah. Then other times you it's just, just it out just of happened. nowhere. Yeah, and of he nowhere. was shocked by it. He talked yeah. about it. Like it it was literally out of nowhere. Yeah. So rest in peace to Rocky Johnson and our condolences to the whole Maya Via family. Mm-hmm. And the Johnson family. And the Johnson family. Yes. And then uh, like we said, the other person who passed away, this was uh yesterday, um, Mr. Bryce Armstrong. Right. And Mr. Bryce Armstrong, uh, the name might not sound familiar to right. you, but... But he has an iconic he voice. He has an iconic voice. He was the narrator of a lot of people's favorite anime from the 90s, Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. 
And he also voiced Captain Ginyu on Dragon Ball Z as well. Right. You know what? Now that I think about it, I don't know, but I wonder if he voiced Captain Ginyu when he was on uh, Dragon Ball Super, when he made that return. Spoiler alert. I, I don't know, but it would be cool if he did do that. It would that. be cool if he did do that. But I don't know because I didn't watch. Uh, I didn't watch super dubbed. Right? Yeah. Because remember, we watched it sub. When I it haven't had. watched it dubbed neither. I've seen a couple of dubbed episodes. episodes on Adult Swim. Yeah. But I haven't sat down and watched it. Like dubbed. you know, we saw the episode with Mr. Christopher Dontrell Piper. Piper you know right. what I'm saying? But yeah, like and I've seen some other things too. Like I've seen. Like the Goku Black stuff. The Goku Black yeah. stuff. I was watching that every week too, but I'd already seen it and Japanese already. So But yeah, he also, you know, he vo- he had roles on Lupin the Third, Yu Yu Hakusho. So, you know, he was part of that Funimation but, era run, when they for were sure, when but they I were still say out. that the narration for Dragon Ball Z iconic. is iconic. There's so many memes like with the ending that says next time on mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z. And that's one of those pictures that you read it, but you hear it. Yeah. And he's he's an icon. He's like Bruce Buffer is to um, like UFC yeah. and boxing and stuff like that. Um, he is to anime. You know his voices. You know that voice. Yeah, exactly. So our condolences to him and his family as well. Yep. And now let's move on and let's talk about some stuff that's happened in nerd news. And it's really not a lot. Uh, we, not a lot. Uh, we the Pokemon the delays, trailer came out. And you said you haven't seen it. I still haven't seen it yet. But, but look, I'm probably going to check it out you. once it does come out. I mean, the movie. I know you. I thought it was coming out to theaters, but you said it was going to be it's, on Netflix. It's a Netflix. So, okay. Now, not saying that Netflix won't put in an X amount of theaters. Yeah. But it's it's a Netflix movie. Okay. And, dude, it's looking real trash. I When they said CGI... I really thought they were talking about the realistic Poke Detective Pikachu oh, okay. CGI. You didn't think this it was is a be like children's this. CGI. Yeah. Um, kind of like a. It really has the animation style of the new SpongeBob movie, mm-hmm. but it's that anime. It's like you know Star Wars Rebels and Clone Wars, where it's a unique CGI children's kind of. Not a fan. I do not like the way it looks. I'm not looking forward to it. Okay. At all, really. So that's me. I'm getting you know what you know me. I'm saying it looks trash, ah, baby. There you go, using the trash. But they know I bleed Pokemon. Yeah, I know. They know, know. I'm passionate about Pokemon. I know. And they I was really looking forward to this because again, I thought it was Detective Pikachu CGI. I was like, oh snap, this is gonna be legit. Nope. Trash. So unfortunate. Yeah, other than that, I mean, is there anything else? No, that is it. Okay, well, you ready to roll into today's episode? Who we got today? On today's episode, we have one of the members of the village hidden in the what, Trav? Hmm? Killer B. Oh. What village? Come on, man. Hidden in the mist. There you go. It's like, he's like, huh? I didn't know. He, yeah, you, pulled, you threw me off guard bro, you for pulled, a You pulled the Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you threw me off guard, bro. No. Uh, he's the eighth. Um, Jin Cherokee. Yeah, Jin Cherokee. Jin Cherokee. He is a, he is a uh, rapping fool. Mm-hmm. You fool, you, you fool. You fool, you fool. And we are talking about none other than. Mr. Katero Covert. Who voices, as you know, Killer, Killer B, B from Naruto, Naruto Shippuden. Shippuden. Yep. And he's done a lot of Tons other cool of other stuff, stuff as well. So we're going to get into that in today's episode. So let's go ahead and give him a call. 
So over here at Leveling Up, we have our very first sponsor. And who might that be, Mr. Benjamin Banks? And that is Golden Ink Tattoo Bay. And can you let our good viewers know where they are located at? They are located at 3109 Airline Boulevard in Portsmouth, Virginia. And they are 757's premier shop for anime, cartoon, and all things nerdy. So if you're looking to get a My Hero Academia tattoo, or maybe a Pokemon tattoo. Golden Ink Tattoo, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Golden Ink VA. Or you can give them a ring at 757-465-1010. And they are open Tuesday through Saturday from 12 to 8 and Sunday from 1 to 6. So again, if you're looking to get a sweet tattoo, then you can go ahead and go over to Golden Ink Tattoo. Let them know that Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks sent you over there and they're going to give you the hookup. I just want to let you know. Before we move into today's episode, that uh-huh. I did get my tooth pulled earlier, so I oh, sound no. like Fifty Cent right now. Oh, good. Which tooth? Uh, it was the upper right tooth. I don't know uh, which tooth it would be. I just know it was up the upper right corner. It wasn't right. a wisdom tooth or anything like that. Okay. Well. Uh, all right. Well, got the little <laughs> yeah. 50, 50, fifty whistle. It's all good. Hey man, but I I, I kind of like it better personally. Oh my god, <laughs> that's just me. It's because I'm not I'm not loud like I usually am. But you know, it's like you gotta have that energy when you do this yeah. type of stuff. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as long as you didn't uh, take too much pain medication, it's all good. Oh no, I'm good, man. I was able to drive home right after they didn't put me to sleep or anything. Oh wow! All right. So how's your day going? Uh, good. You know, same old, same old out here, California. Where are you guys at? We're in North. We're in Norfolk, Virginia. Well, I'm from Norfolk, Virginia. He's Chesapeake, Virginia. But yeah, you can say Virginia. Okay, right on. Yeah. Well, uh, all good. Well, I'm sure. It's, I don't know what the weather is. It was cold here, man. It was like 65 degrees. Oh man, it was like 30 here. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. yeah, bro. Virginia has that uh that Virginia type weather, as we like to say, where it's like one day it could be 80 degrees and the next day it could be 30. <laughs> and that's why we stay sick over here, man. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. That's that mid-south weather. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan. Right on. But, so, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, I was going to say, man, you know, for our listeners, I know that a lot of us know you from, you know, voice acting, the things that you've done. Yeah, but yeah. Even before that, man. I mean, you got a you got a catalog that's very vast. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been working since I was a kid, man. Started when I was a little kid. So, well, yeah. let's go ahead and get into the origin story. So, tell everybody right. how you got into doing everything. Okay. Well, you want to know how specifically I got into like voice acting? No, we'll get to that later on. But like. How yeah, you, as as a kid. Yeah, as a kid. Did your parents push you in the acting, or you know, well, how, how okay, does that well, work? Okay, well, here's how it worked with me: is uh, I came up in sort of an artistic household. My father was a musician. My mother was an actress, and I was around, you know, performers all my life. And I sort of got into it at school. I was in like in the school play. And then I started doing commercials very young. I mean, like, you know, I want to say seven years old. I was doing, like, commercials for craft and stuff like that. And uh, it's, it, from there, I went into regular theatrical acting. 
good, good, good. Yeah. So I had uh, I had checked out some of your stuff, you know, to, okay. to prepare. What did you check out? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, I checked oh, out. No, I checked kidding. out some of the, the music yeah. that you've done, and right. uh, one of the songs that I had listened to earlier was um, something I cannot have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When bro. I was a, when I was a kid, I was signed to Quincy Jones. I did. Uh, you know, I'm sort of like the last person who his last protege. Oh, for real? That's and, awesome. And we're not talking about, yeah. you're not even talking about QD3. You're talking about Michael Jackson, Quincy Jones. Yeah, for sure, for sure. When I was a kid, I uh, worked with him. I was signed to his record label, Quest Records. Yeah. I was on his last record, which was called, I think the record was called From Q With Love. Yep. And the single was called Something I Cannot Have. And I actually recorded a record there uh, at Quest that was on Warner Brothers at the time. Nice. But it never came out. It's somewhere, man. You know, somebody somebody somebody's got that record. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's yeah. somewhere in the vault. Yeah. It, it's yeah. And that's at a time where, you know, the music business is way different than it is. Yeah. You know, yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. But uh what like what kind of year was this? Cuz I mean, his son took over Quest Records in like 95, 96. This was 2000. This was the year, like the year before. I think they shut their doors. I okay, think they sh- they, I didn't think they, Quest was around yeah. in two thousand. No, no, two two thousand. I think was the last year. Wow. And they had a distribution deal with uh, uh, Warner Brothers, and then they switched to okay, well, what was it? DreamWorks, and then DreamWorks was uh, open for like I don't know, like six months, <laughs> and they closed. And then his deal was with, uh, I think he had a deal with, with Interscope, but I wasn't uh, with him at, at that point. So, like, you know, with you singing and everything, yeah, I remember that you were on an episode of The Parenthood. Oh, yeah, man, with, uh, <laughs> Drew, Drew, with Drew Hill. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Drew, hey, uh-huh, Drew Hill, yeah. man. That's one of my Classic favorite R&B episode. groups, bro. Like, how was it working with them up there? They, you know, again, I was, <laughs> I was a teenager at that point. I was like, man! Uh, and uh, it was just cool. They, they, you know, they kind of, you know, how, how you do a sitcom is it's like a four, five day thing. So Monday, you get there and you read the script. Yeah. And they, you know, the and like the big stars, they don't show up till like the day before. So Monday, you do the table read. Tuesday, you do uh, like a uh, a blocking run through with cameras and then uh wednesday they'll like re retool everything and then you skip a day and friday you shoot so drew hill and show up to friday and you know oh, this, yeah. is in, <laughs> this is at like the pinnacle of their fame dude and it was just like they were all cool dudes i remember woody was the coolest yeah yeah, and uh, what was the who was the guy's name? The Nokio, he was really cool. Yeah, Nokio, the, <laughs> yeah, those are the. He was like the. I think he was also like the, like the business guy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He like, I don't know if he did the music, but he made sure they got to the places on time. He was sort of like their little small Barry Gordy. They were all cool with me, man. Really good dudes. That's cool. Like so, yeah. it's like also on that episode, it's like you know you played Malik, you were a singer. Yeah. Now, when you audition for that role, 
Like, was that one of the, you know, requirements that they were looking for somebody who could sing or? No, it's a funny story because the, the originally that part was supposed to be a rapper. Mm. And uh, I went in and I auditioned for, I forgot who the casting director was. And they were like, hey, man, are you a rapper? And I was like, no, I'm a singer. And they liked me so much that they turned it into an R&B dude. And it kind of worked out because Drew Hill was on there and they were R&B and I was R&B. And so uh, it, they, it was easier to pretend we were friends back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. But super fun. Robert Townsend is a really good dude. Got to work with Faison. You know, he's wild. He was wild even back then. Just really fun, man. Really fun. It's just crazy, you know, because originally um, when Banks had reached out to you, I didn't even know that you had been on the Parenthood. And, oh, um, yeah, yeah. Ken Michaels is a um, friend of the show that we've had on oh, really? before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he was on, he was in, uh, what was this, the show I just did on Netflix? Cannon Busters. Cannon Busters. Cannon Busters. Yeah. yeah. He's on Cannon Busters. Yeah. Yeah. We were cool gonna, dude. Yeah. No, trust me. We're going to get yeah, to that. Yeah. We're going to get into too. all of that. But okay. he was, again, we had him on the podcast, man. We had a real great time with him. And yeah. still to this super, day. Super smart dude, man. Yeah. Super bro. intelligent and dude, yeah. just so humble and nice, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. Like he yeah, still yeah. reaches out to us yeah. just to see how For we're sure. doing and stuff like that. So, All good. but moving forward, something that I wanted to bring up okay. was Fat Albert. Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> and of course, I mean, we're huge fans of Keenan Thompson. I actually right. just got done watching Keenan and Kel last right night on. as I was laying in bed. And it's cool uh-huh. that Keenan's finally getting his just due as right, far man. as all his success. But, and again, you could speak on whatever you want when it comes to Fat Albert or not. But yeah. what was it like working with Keenan Thompson? And then what kind of role did Bill Cosby have in your interaction? Okay, so it's an it's a interesting story. So I uh, was hired to do so I, i'm i'm in the cartoon part i do like right. so the, when they're in the cartoon in the beginning i put like sort of like the bad guy of the 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 gang that's that's trying to beat up the uh what do they call them the junkyard gang the i junkyard guess gang, and, yep. yeah and we played this game buck buck so originally it was force whitaker who was gonna direct that movie mm. and uh it was gonna be w- way different than it turned out uh eventually becoming because it sort of turned into like a kitty kid ish movie but Forrest Whitaker's vision for it was sort of like it was going to be almost like retro but more slick and cool and so I did a session Mm -hmm. with him and some other actors and I played that character and uh, they really liked me and this is before Keenan was on before anybody was on I forgot the actor who was going to play Fat Albert. Okay, do you know, uh, what is the name of the show? Ballers. Yeah, I know Ballers. Yeah. Okay, there's a guy who plays... I know yeah, exactly who you're talking about. The guy from about. 8 Mile. The guy from 8 Mile. Yes. Yeah. He was He was going to play Fat Out. I can see I can it. see that. Yeah. I'm mad, I'm mad. It, it's like, as soon as you said right. that, we thought we pictured it. Uh, right, yeah. It was that vibe. But uh, I guess Bill Cosby and Forrest Whitaker had a... Uh, a uh, what do they call it? Creative differences. Yeah. So it went away. And then uh, like two years later, they called me up. They were like, we still want you to play this part. And uh, I got to work with Keenan, who uh, 
uh, he wasn't. Was this before Saturday Night Live? I think this was. No, I think yeah. he. I think he was. He was. He was, he was just starting he, yeah, off. He was, Saturday he Night. Okay, was yeah, already yeah. on it, but he wasn't okay, what he yeah. is now. But he was super cool dude. Like you know, the only time that I really met him was at the table read, and then I did the sessions where we did the junkyard gang right. stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was a super cool dude. All those cats who played the junkyard gang, I forgot all the names, but really cool, really awesome actors, man. Yeah, it was a star-studded you know? cast. Yeah, they had um, yeah, yeah. Kyla Pratt. Uh, she yeah. was the, she was the main uh, girl. Girl, but um, what's his name? Oh. Omarion? Oh yeah, Omarion was in it. Omarion was, was in it. Uh, oh yeah, it was a uh, lot. Wasn't um, Houston in it? Marcus Houston? Yeah, Marcus Houston, Houston was, was in, in it. it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on, I'm trying to. I'm gonna, I'm gonna it, was, access it was a lot of people in that movie. The interwebs. Yeah, it was just a cool, really cool experience. It was uh, Keenan, and then there was a uh, who was the dude? Uh, Alfonso. Alfonso. <laughs> so funny, man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, cool. And Keith Robinson was uh, was uh, really cool. Just these are the cats I remember. But I never, I never met or worked with Bill Cosby or saw him. He wasn't at the table read. Gotcha. He he gave notes. I remember he had given notes, and I had to come back. Like you know, usually when you do an animation uh, session, you do like one. Depending on how much animation there is you do one session and they shoot i mean they make or send the, uh i think they probably did that in korea they send them and they do all the cell work and then they come back for another session so he did give notes but there wasn't uh a lot of stuff that was different from the original session to the uh to the session after they had completed primary animation right yeah now- now you know going back to what you were saying about like you know forrest whitaker originally directing mm-hmm. the film you know yeah. It makes me feel like that this movie could have kind of been like roll bounce when you said that he wanted it to be it was, like an old school vibe to it. Yeah, he wanted it to be like a retro thing. And they 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 came out. of It was the same story. They came out of the TV, but it was it was like hipper than yeah. than 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 this. movie. This movie was more geared toward, I think, like the the tween. Yeah, like the like free, the, the right, like. You know, pretty much '90s kids for real. Yeah, right. well, I mean, look at the cast they got. Yeah, and he, what he wanted to do is he wanted to also grab onto all the people who uh, had a connection to like the original cartoons. Right. So he wanted to draw on the, which, which he, you know, was a part of that world. I think that's what you know, drew him to it. Is he wanted to like draw on the nostalgia and bring that into the world, whereas. Uh, I feel like the the iteration that I was that that eventually came out was a little bit more. They wanted to do like for a younger audience. They wanted to introduce Fat Albert to a new generation. Yeah, yeah. So uh, something else that I had saw that you had worked on. This is a movie that you know when I was younger I always heard about it, but you know mm-hmm. I never got a chance to watch it when it was on TV, and that was the Different Strokes movie. Oh yeah, man! I uh, I played uh, uh, Dion. Mm-hmm. This uh, f- forgot his last name, but he uh, he was like uh, Gary Coleman's manager, mm-hmm. sort of the the dude that got him away from his parents because I, I think that Gary Coleman's parents had sort of taken some of his money yep. allegedly allegedly i don't know <laughs> but that's what was in that was the story yeah, that, that was, was the story yeah. that gary coleman always put out yeah. there and i played the guy who was his uh 
friend and sort of was like, I'll be your manager and took him away from his parents. And there was a big problem between him and his parents. And uh, yeah, another, you know, another fun movie. Yeah, and I mean, like, you know, that's that's a movie, you know, Different Strokes. It was a popular show in the 80s and early 90s. And, you know, to say that you were able to work on something like that is cool. Was there anybody from the original cast that that, that did anything for the movie? I got to meet uh, Todd Bridges. I met Todd Bridges. Yeah, but uh, and nobody else. I don't think. I don't know if Gary Coleman was alive at that point. He may have been alive. I th- I'm pretty sure he was I think alive. He passed in away like 07, 08. Okay. I think yeah. Okay. he passed yeah. away. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was alive at that point. But you know, it was one of those uh, TV movie of the week steezes yeah. where it was like, well, yeah, yeah. And the crazy, like, if you look at the title, it sounds serious, right? After different strokes, when, when the, the laughter, laughter stops, stops. <laughs> like this is for real. There ain't no laughter. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it may have yeah. been funny at home. But right. but recording was a different world, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, make yeah, it a real sure, dark yeah. and serious. <laughs> but, well, it was it was basically his story, and uh, I forgot the, who the da- actor who played his dad. But you, there was a a cartoon in the eighties that was a black cartoon, Rickety Rocket. He was the dude from Rickety Rock, Rickety Rocket, bro, Rickety Rock. Yeah, or something. I, I ain't well, never heard of that. that old school, yeah, that's an old, yeah, that's old, school. old school right there. I ain't yeah. heard. I didn't watch a lot of old cartoons, but right, I've never yeah. heard of that one before. I love old cartoons, well, man. Well, you know, I, I have to. I I study because you know I might want to grab a voice. <laughs> you know, I might want to grab. I, I like that voice. I boom. I get. I get down with that voice. You know, I, I draw inspiration from old, uh, older stuff to use because you always need to have like. A character in your pocket that's different because when you're on a cartoon you can do oh is it three i think you do up to three characters usually and they'll be like so what do you got you got a yeah you got this voice got this voice yeah well that's how um so we've had a couple voice actors on and we had um, a gentleman by the name of christopher dontrell piper who mm-hmm. um voices um dystro and uh Dip, dip so, dip so, yeah, yeah dip so, and um, Dragon Ball Super, and okay. he's you know, he kind of talked about that too, where like he'll come in initially and he'll maybe lay out three or four different styles, and they'll go, yeah, roll yeah. with that one, yeah, right, yeah, 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 you, you know, have, to have you know a couple of different uh, ways that you can do it because you have to, and you know, if you're doing a big character like I do. On uh, Naruto, I do Darui right. and Killer B. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have to be, especially if they're big characters, they have to be in different registers. Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's not always like South. I love South Park. I love South Park. With all, you know, they all sound the same. Yeah. 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 yeah but, it's, uh, but it's great. That's great. Yeah. Like they sound different, but they all, you can all tell <laughs> it's the same. Yeah. You Those things are geniuses, man. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Oh, again, I mean, they're on, they just wrapped up season 23, I think it was. Yeah, and, and it was just as good as it's always been. It's wild. They do those shows in a week too, man. Yeah, from from uh, conception to uh, picture lock is seven days. It's yeah, they crazy. literally and they do that so they can keep the episode fresh with what's happening. Right. Yeah. 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 That's just crazy. But yeah, and again, you know, initially we we contact you to get you on to talk about Naruto because. He knows it's one of my favorite animes of all time, and he just recently pretty much just watched the whole thing. This is, but, this, this is the crazy thing about it, because like Trav just said, 
Like he's been pushing me to watch Shippuden for some time now. And Shippuden. 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 Did I say it uh, wrong? Yeah. It's a uh, Shippuden. Yeah. Shippuden. Yeah. What, what I did I say? Shippuden. I don't know because they like they're very you know when we when we're recording. Uh, they're sticklers for certain yeah. uh, well, pronunci- pronunciations. They, and it's one of those things where, like, in the English world, they want you to pronounce it this way, yeah. but the Japanese actually call it Shippuden. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But Funimation does try to... I mean, not Funimation, uh, Viz Media. Uh, Viz, Viz, yeah. Viz. They do that. They did it with Death Note, too, with it, because Viz also did Death Note, where they... Mm-hmm. They pronounce that R like in Ryu, Ryu, but really in it's Japanese, you. it's Yuk. Yeah. That's how they say it in Japan. Yeah. So they try to come up with those differences of to make it their own or whatever. But yeah, go on. But what yeah, you but, were yeah, like I was saying, like I, I had just started watching the series and I had got to the part where they introduced your character where um, you fought Sasuke. And yeah. I was just like, yo, like this cool, this dude is badass. Like, I love this guy, man. So. It's like I had told Trav, I was just like, man, I'm going to reach out to him on social media. Yeah, and, and I was like, it ain't see, happening, Yeah, he bro. was like, it's not going to happen. And, <laughs> and, and you, respond, you reached back. I was just like, bro, like I, I had just finished working out at the gym. And I was just right. like, bro, he responded back. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is cool. Because, you sound like a little girl when you call me. No, nah, I ain't sound like no little girl. <laughs> but... <laughs> but before it's, it, we okay, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll save that for later. Yeah, because I really Trav. didn't want to. I want to talk about something else before we really got into Naruto. Yeah, for sure. And as much sure. as I love anime. I am a huge fan of Adult Swim and mm-hmm. their cartoons, and I'm a huge yeah. fan of John Glasser. And yeah. when I saw that you did an episode of Stroker and Hoop, an underrated show, a super <laughs> underrated show that's kind of a spin yeah, yeah. on um, what's the the like, Rebel Car show? No, it's like um, Stroker and Hoop's a spin on that. I just can't remember. Yeah. Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. You were the little rapist. I was a little rapist, and I was also, uh, you know, the umbrella holder. Yes. <laughs> don't forget about the umbrella. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget about the, the umbrella, umbrella holder. Umbrella umbrella holder. A, just like the craziest thugged out crazy dude. Yeah, for sure. But that's an underrated. It was a, it was a, it was a great show, man. I wish yeah. uh, it would have, it would have gotten, uh, you know, a little more, more seasons and, for sure. But yeah. did you get to work with John Glasser? Uh yeah, uh I, I believe so. It was he, he who, who did he play? Hold on, I'm, I'm uh... who John Glasser? He's Stroker. Yeah. He's the writer of the show. Oh yeah, that dude was there. The He's whole the crazy time. looking. Yeah yeah no he was there he he was uh, he was in uh, he was there the whole time. Uh, he, he he was <laughs> I believe if I'm if I'm remembering this a, a, a yeah. minute ago. No, I'm a huge John Glasser fan. I think he's super yeah. underrated. I don't know if you ever seen Delocated. No, what is that? It's pretty much. It's another. It, that's it's a reality. Underrated. It's a show on Adult Swim. It's their first like live action show that they ever did on Adult Swim, and it was yeah. a reality show where he was, him and his family were in the witness protection program, but they get a reality show. But since they're in the witness protection program, they have to do something to still protect their identity. So they wear ski mask, and he got. Like the voice thing actually permanently put into his throat. Mm-hmm. So he talks like What's it the called? whole it's called Delocated. But Delocated. it's a super funny show. Um he writes the show and he stars in it. He was also a writer yeah. on Conan for, you know, like ten years before yeah. he went to Adult Swim. But I just thought it was so cool that you were in Stroker and Hoop 
and got to work yeah, was, with them. Yeah, because it's a show that nobody really talks about anymore. You wacky, know? wacky. Like there's like a talking car. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was and <laughs> just the stuff they had me doing, man. Very fun, very fun. I've, I've been very fortunate in a lot of the stuff I've done. I've uh, been able to work with, on some fun projects. And again, another <laughs> another fun project. Well, another a fun project that I was about to bring up was you were in uh, Zombie Strippers. I was in Zombie Strippers, man. Like, how was it working with that? I mean, bro, you work with Robert England, man. Freddie Robert Kruger. England. Robert, Robert England, England, yeah. Super nice dude, man. You know, uh, he's very quiet. Uh, you know, for, to me, he's sort of like the Vincent Price of our era. Mm-hmm. And so, and so much as he is like the horror go-to dude. And there's a rumor. I don't know that he's, they're going to do a reboot reboot and he's coming back right. as uh Freddie, you know, from yeah, I've heard rumors to of that. Fred, yeah. Yeah. But uh, cool, cool dude. I'm, I'm really, uh, really fortunate, really grateful. I got to uh, share some screen time with him. But Zombie Stripper is, you know, if, I don't know if you've seen it. It's, it's a crazy. Oh yeah, I've seen it, but it's crazy, yeah, yeah. man. Crazy movie. And it was, it, it was, it was. Uh, I play uh, the leader of the Z Squad, and my name is uh, Camus. And it was based on a. What was uh, who's the name of the writer? But it was based on a play called Rhinoceros. Uh, who wrote that? Yeah, uh, I've never I don't heard know. of that. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, uh, but the uh, the strip club was called uh, Rhino. The the Rhino was yeah. sort of. Uh, but yeah, wacky, crazy movie. The dude who wrote and directed it, yeah. Jay Lee, is a really uh, brilliant uh, filmmaker. Yeah, just the but, whole plot of. Uh, Girls, zombies, get, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Girls dying and then coming back, yeah. and then dudes are more attracted to them as they're dead. As zombies, as zombies right, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it, you know, it's a it's it's, it's an absurdist comedy. Yeah, that in in a strip club with zombies. Uh, yeah, and then uh, and then Jenna Jameson. I mean, she was in the movie too. Like, how was it working <laughs> with her? She was cool, man. You know, she didn't really kick it with everybody she wasn't mean or anything yeah. but she right, sort yeah. of like to uh keep to herself that was her first or second non-adult film that uh she had ever done and she was you know she was cool uh yeah so so let me ask you this what do you prefer more do you prefer doing live action or do you prefer doing voiceover work you know um it's <sighs> I I don't really prefer either. I like live action. Like there's a show that I recur on coming out February 4th on USA called Briar Patch with uh, Rosario Dawson, Alan Cumming, and Jay Jay Ferguson. Check it out. Comes out next month. Uh, I like to do both. You know, here's the thing is that you don't, for me, when you're on camera, it's very, it's it's smaller and it's not as broad when you're doing uh, a voiceover or cartoons you get to sometimes do some crazy <laughs> crazy stuff and crazy over the top characters and you don't really get to do those as much uh in in uh in, on camera but I, I love them both that's like you know how you pick your favorite child right yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that's why I've always been a fan of cartoons, though, because I just feel like it gives you something that you physically can't do in making TV or movie. 
Like you just yes. can't do these things as it's been proven time and time again, when they try and do these live action animes or whatever, and nine times right. out of 10, they do not come out very well. Right. These are things. Well, I, what is the thing about live action anime, man? Like I just watched Alita. Right. That was day. really good. Really good. It was really good. It, yeah. I, I don't know why it didn't do as well. Like, exactly. I, I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna be that good because it didn't it didn't do well in the box office. It was really good. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people complain about her eyes, but her eyes are like big that. in the I, in the I, manga. I, I thought they did a great job. Yeah, yeah. I'm one of those people that like Speed Racer. You right. Know, the the the, the, the live action. Yeah, I haven't did. seen it. But you, it's it's hard it's hard to go to trans it's hard to translate just because they're. You know, there's uh, it's almost like the uncanny valley when you right. see people doing things that are crazy as a cartoon. We just accept it. Whereas when you look at a real actual physical person doing it, you go, I don't know. Just, that, yeah. You will watch so these Fast and really the Furious good. movies and be like, dude, how? Right. He just got thrown from a car and he got it back up. But if that right, happens I'm, in a cartoon, we don't think nothing of it. Right, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. But and that's what I've just always felt. I mean, you know, even going back to Looney Tunes, man, Roadrunner and um, Ki- Wiley Coyote. Wiley Coyote, right, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when he would go off the cliff, and he wouldn't fall until he looked down, and it's like, oh, I'm falling. Right. It, that, that's one of those things. You do the impossible, and you really can't translate that well over yeah. into the live action, unless... Um, there's sometimes yeah, there've been a couple. I was about to say, unless you're Disney and you're yeah. dumping three hundred and fifty million dollars mm-hmm. in your movie, then. I, I meant uh, you know the best anime to the, the best representation. There there've been two, and uh, they weren't based on anime really. The the first one is the Matrix. Like I feel right. like the Matrix is the film that for me most captures what I felt when I saw Akira. Or, you know, movies uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then Kung Fu. Is it Kung Fu Hustle? Yeah, Kung Fu oh, Hustle. Oh, man. That's a that classic. Feels, right? That feels like anime yeah. to me. Like, yeah. it's because it's over. It, it's it, over the so top. You have, yeah, you have to do it well. And and both of those movies and series, you know, the directors have said, I mean, well, we know that there's going to be a sequel to The Matrix. There's going to be a Matrix right, yeah. 4 coming out. And yeah. uh, I can't remember the director's name of Kung Fu Hustle. Um, Steve, is it Steve Chow? Chow? Yes, yeah, Steve Chow. Steve Chow. Okay. He said that he wants to do Kung Fu Hustle Which, too. Really? Yeah. yeah I, that's I'm the down big... with it. No. I want to yeah. see a sequel because the first, <laughs> the first one was so good, man. Exactly. And, I, and the se- well, have you seen the other movies he's put out since Kung Fu Hustle? Sha- he's put out some good <laughs> movies. Yeah, Shaolin Soccer. Yeah, did, did there it is. Shaolin it's something like yeah. that, yeah. 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 But like, I don't like I remember when they put out the mask, right? And the mask to me is one of the greatest movies of all time. It's one of my Amazing, favorites. Yeah. yeah. Then they, you know, 15 years later, they put out Son of the Mask. But nobody wanted hot to see garbage. that, though, though. But well, it didn't have Jim Carrey in it. But it right, yeah. If it, it, uh, it would have had Jim Carrey in it. Okay, then, then yeah. I'll give you this other one. You got Dumb and Dumber. And then, of course, the other sequel they came out with. The, the prequel. Dumb and Larry Dumber. And, Lloyd and Larry, whatever. Who Harry cares about that Lloyd. one? But they really did right. put out a Dumb and Dumber two, and yeah. it's not that Dumb and Dumber two wasn't good, but yeah. it can't hold a candle oh, I to agree the with first you on one. That. 
I agree. Same thing with Super Troopers just recently. The second Super right. Troopers can't hold a candle to the first one. I yeah. feel like when you wait 20 years to finally do the sequel, you've really lost yeah. the steam. Kung Fu Hustle came out when I was in middle school, dude. Right, Not yeah, yeah. No, and yeah, if, if it was were, high school, it was like freshman year yeah, high school. I was, yeah, I was in the ninth So we're still grade. talking about 2001. It is 2020. Right. No, bro, high school for us would have oh, been 03, okay, 03. 03, 04, yeah. But still, right. man... I feel. I just feel like sometimes you just gotta let a great movie be a great movie. And I agree, man. I agree. Sometimes you know, with all the re reboots and the remakes, sometimes you gotta just leave something where it is and make something that's inspired by it. No, I think I, is is it. Yeah, I agree. And going to the Matrix thing, I just watched the Matrix literally yeah. like four days ago. Yeah, and amazing. It's still a good trilogy. Dude, even the CGI on it, still, it still I'll take that up. CGI over some right. of the newer CGI that people do now. It's that good. That's like Jurassic Park still. Yes. Holds up. That came out like 30 years ago. It came out in like 97, yeah. right? Aliens the same way. Aliens the same, same way. Yeah, yeah. So, so Katara, what's your favorite uh, Matrix movie? Oh, man, the original. Yeah. Uh, the original? The Matrix, yeah. For sure, yeah. For me, it's the second I d- one. I also like, uh, have you seen, they did an anime. A- Animatrix? The anime? I've never seen the yeah. yeah, it's so good. It is? Where they get into like, they do like a prequel. It's a prequel, yeah. Okay. It's yeah. like, the, it's the behind the scenes story of how this came to be. Yeah, yeah they talk about the, the war between yep. humans and robots and how the sky got uh, uh, covered up. It's really good. I prefer that to the sequels. I didn't love I agree. The I didn't love the sequels neither. Yeah. Did I love the Matrix. I love the game Matrix. though. That's what I was about to say. Did, the game sequels were really good. Did y'all ever play right. uh, I think it was uh Path of Neo? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, Path of Neo's uh, good, but the actual Matrix two video game, um, what is the second one called? Because the second and the third uh, uh, one reloaded. reloaded yeah, right? reloaded. And and what's the third one called? Revelations. Revelations. Okay. Yeah. This yeah. Matrix Reloaded video game is so good. So is, good that I was really po- I like the video game more than the movie. Has it been ported onto PS4? Unfortunately, no, not. unfortunately it's like not. PS2, it's the PS2. Xbox. Yeah, unfortunately, it's just the PS2 movie. Oh. And you know how those movie games are. I mean, they're just they're honestly made just to make money off of the movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, but the, but but the Matrix games, the Wachowskis. Right, worked on simultaneously as they were making the sequels, and they put it, they made it part of the whole thing. You know, what I'm saying the story. It was that it wasn't like game developers like, hey, we should make a movie about it. But right. they, they like they're gamers, and they were really into making it. That's why the uh, the one with uh, who did Jada Pinkett play? I can't remember, no, I can't remember her name, her but, name, I but yeah, I, and but I really she was loved one her in that movie. Yeah, yeah, she was great. And her look was great. Yeah. I loved, you know, the um, the little braid the, thing, yeah, and the braid bun thing. And at that time, a lot of people don't know this about Jada Pickett Smith. She was in a metal band that was signed to Suburban Noise Records what? at this time. Yeah, and I was a huge fan of yeah. her band at the time. She actually performed here in Virginia at oh. uh, the Lunatic Luau. For real? And oh, wow. uh, she's really good. That that's the thing about you know the Smiths, quote yeah. unquote. They're all just yeah. so. It's a such a talented family. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, man, Jada yeah. Pickett Smith isn't born, you know, a Smith. Like you know, obviously, right, yeah. she marries Will, but yeah, yeah, that whole family is just uber, uber talented. 
on Multi-talent, anything yeah. they do. Yeah, and I mean, super yeah. creative. I By really, the way, Will Smith's super underrated as a rapper, man. Bro. He can, he can handle he can handle it. I he's like the Bill Cosby of rap, right? You know what I mean? Like Don't put that on him. Don't say that. No, no, no. Oh, well, yeah, but that's what, but that's I mean, what people as, compare him to. You know to, Bill like, Cosby, Jer- uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Right. right, yeah, yeah. People don't understand uh, how hard it is to do comedy clean yeah. and make it right, that yeah. funny. Yep. And for I sure, can only sure, yeah. I can only name you two comics who have ever done it and it's Bill Cosby and Jerry Seinfeld. Right on. You but know what I mean? Clean comics, man. Who? I, but I mean I to know. that level of success. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? If When you look at some... The greatest stand-up comic of all time is Eddie Murphy, and look at his old material. There's not a sentence... I think... I, I I think Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, uh, but yeah. you got you got a couple of these guys, right? You know what I mean. And yeah. Kevin Hart's throwing his name in the mix. As Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, yeah. Chris Chappelle. Rock. There's not a sentence that goes by where they don't say the f word, the n word, you know right. the n word. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? And that's yes. what I'm saying. Not that it's a crutch to curse, yeah, but yeah. if try really try and do clean comedy like Jerry Seinfeld and Bill Cosby did, and make it to yeah. the Seinfeld is still the highest grossing sitcom of all time. Yeah. And it's been dead yeah, for man. like 25 years. Uh, I think, didn't they do a deal with, with Netflix, Netflix, Netflix for like yeah, $400 million? Yeah, they, paid more for, they paid more for Seinfeld than they did for Friends. And everybody's going crazy over them securing the rights to stream Friends. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, like I was going back to Will Smith and which... He yeah. was quote unquote supposed to be in the Matrix, but he turned down the role as Neo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I remember that. But he kind of did a movie similar just recently to Gemini Man. Gemini, I watched that man. I, underrated, I right? I they got I bad. Still haven't I seen it. I didn't hate it. I didn't. Dude, hate it. I got bad reviews and it didn't yeah. do well. But I really enjoyed the movie. So yeah. that leads me to what I was about to ask you: When it comes to cinema, what yeah. is it that? you look for in cinema like you know scorsese's gotten a lot of criticism for saying disney the marvel movies are you theme parks they're not real right. cinema what is it that you consider cinema and like what is cinema? it that you really enjoy well here's the thing about that man i think that's like an an era thing like right. you know the way you make movies now is that first off like if to go to the movies is 17 bucks man you know when uh when taxi driver and uh uh mean streets came out you go to the movie for six seven dollars man yeah what's the so other you, one that uh, is taxi driver mean street goodfellas, goodfellas. Casino. that's so what many, i was thinking good so many amazing yeah, movies. i mean again he's got irishman was really good you know he's got irishman was a man he's a genius. classic man i watched that twice it was <laughs> three hours long <laughs> i yeah. gave six hours of my life to the irishman but uh here's the thing is like I, what I think is like today, if you if you and your two kids, you your wife, two kids go to the movie, that's you know sixty dollars right there. Plus you got popcorn, you mm-hmm. got parking, so you got entertain me, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that I think that's what the Marvel movies are, and I love Marvel movies. Oh, I love of course we do comic book movies. You know, mm-hmm. I I love Aquaman. I uh, you know I love everything from. 
the beginning of the uh, comic book renaissance, which was Blade. You yes, know, oh yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But we're huge yeah. on the new Blade remake with uh, the guy oh, from Moonlight. Ali. Um, yeah, yes. man, I'm super excited to see and that. People were crapping on him, and you know, really? Wesley Snipes had to come out on yeah, Twitter and like, like defend him right. and be like, "Man, y'all better leave my boy alone." Yeah, because yeah. If, I mean, this dude's a great exactly, actor. He's a good you know? actor. That's what we were saying, bro. Check this dude's resume. Yeah, I Alita. Uh, Moonlight. Uh, what's the, Green what's the Book. Netflix show? Green Moonlight, Book. Green Book. But even even before that, he's in the uh, the Hunger Games movies. He was in uh, Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Oh man, he played Copperhead, right? Yeah, uh, Cottonmouth. Bro. Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. It's like they, Cottonmouth. they killed yeah. his character off so early, Quite, yeah. but it's because he had other, you know, acting obligations. Yeah, yeah, but. It's like, bro, like so many fans were pissed when they killed yeah. his character yeah. off and then yeah. replaced him with, so uh, good diamond, with the, diamond Head. Diamondback. Oh, diamondback. Diamond there he, we go. He had the Biggie crap. He had the Biggie post. Yes, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So good. Remember yeah. that quote? He said, everybody want to be king, but don't nobody want to do what it takes to become Big one. King. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So great. But uh, he'll be a great, he'll be amazing. Not uh, just Blade. Just like, you know, with the rumors of. um. Idris Alba taking over as James 007. Bond, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. dude, who's hating on that? Because he can we do know, it all. We know who hate him. Not it, but I'm just saying he can do it all. He's literally he can go from the office, mm-hmm. and he can go from being t- you know a badass villain, and it's believable on both sides. Yeah, let me tell you how uh, I, I was introduced to Idris Alba, uh, 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 watching The Wire. Right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it was after. It was a couple years after the wire came out, and somebody gave me their uh, their Blu-ray box set, or uh-huh. you know, what does it get? Yeah, Blu-ray box set. And they were like, "You gotta watch this." And I watched it, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is amazing!" Right. And uh, then, so I like uh, I you know watched the whole. What do they have? Four seasons, and then I watched. The they did a, a panel where they all sat down afterward, and he was speaking, and he was speaking in an English accent, and I was like, "Why is mm-hmm. he doing that fake English accent?" <laughs> he was so good. I, I I didn't even know. I didn't know he was from England. I knew nothing about him. Yeah. I was just like, and then and when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, wow, that dude is amazing." Yeah. I mean, he's another talented person. I mean, like you know, he still does the DJing. He right. he, he raps, you know, yeah. and he yeah. still he acting, sings. He know. sings too, man. Yeah, he sings, like yeah. So yeah. Well, and on top of that, if you've ever seen an interview with him, like an actual like sit down conversation with him, you'll yeah. be like, dude, this guy's a thinker. You know, yeah. he's a very yeah. intelligent human being. He thinks yeah, about sure. things. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I want to say that the first thing I ever saw him in was uh, was Daddy's Girls. And that is girls. And like oh, you were saying, Perry, it's Perry, like yeah. you, you see him in these movies and then like you hear how he really talks and you just like, dang, like, yeah, yeah. He's I, super British. Yeah, he's on. super British. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I knew that dude was from Baltimore or, yeah. South <laughs> or something, you know? Well, it's just but like, he, um, when I first, um, I seen an interview with Chadwick Boseman and you know, Really, the first like big, big film I saw him in was Black Panther. Yeah, and then when I right. saw him in an interview, and he's just like a regular dude. Yeah, he's got like you know he's like yo, what's up, man? You yeah, know, boom, I was boom, like, boom, dude, boom, how boom, did boom. he? How did he nail that accent so right. spot? 
Dude, I mean, he had me hook, line, and sinker. It was so believable. Yeah. Um, Where is James Brown? He did the James he Brown. He did the James uh, Brown yeah. movie, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you saw the new one that he just did, the cop movie. I, uh, I did not miss it, man. That was really good, too. Really good. Yep. Yeah, that, I think that was the first movie he produced it's his production yes. I, I, if I, I could be wrong but i think it was the first one in his production company well he's starting out. to get up there with um those guys that can pick and choose what they're gonna like they don't audition yes. anymore people come to them right you know what oh, i yeah, mean yeah. he's starting to become one of those guys and i know right. pretty much this thing has snowballed into us chatting about actors that's and what stuff, we usually do but right. who is the dude from the butler which or, one uh uh cuba gooding no is it the butler Lee? What are you talking about, Willis? I thought yeah. the movie was called The Butler. There was a movie that uh, called... Oh, that's Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, yeah that's what I said, Forrest Whitaker. But Whitaker. I'm not thinking about... Yeah. Terrence not, Howard? I'm not thinking of The Butler. It's a Butler movie. The Butler movie? Butler movie. What's it about? <laughs> Everybody's like, a Yeah, because when you movie. say The Butler, I'm thinking about Forrest Whitaker. But no, nah, no, nah, I'm not yeah. talking about The Butler with Forrest Whitaker. Oh. Um... I know that, you know, he had, um, I can't even describe this thing, you know what I mean? Like, That's what yeah. she said. It's, <laughs> I know it, oh, you know what I'm thinking? Uh, 21, a slave or whatever? 12 oh, years a slave. 12 years a slave. Edgier Four. That's his name, right? From 12, 12 Years a Slave. I don't know his name. I'm asking you. you I know, I know, I know, I know yeah. who yeah, it you is. Yeah, you got it right. Chet, Chet Wall. Whatever what is his name is. Yeah, Two Intelligent Four, I think, is how you pronounce it. But he's also in uh, Doctor Strange. Right, yeah, he's in Doctor Strange. He, and he also yeah. played uh, Scar in The Lion King. Yeah, but, he was in Firefly, too. Uh-huh. And yeah. um, a movie that I think is underrated, American Gangster, with Denzel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Also, Four yeah. Brothers. Yep. Another amazing movie, dude. Four Brothers. Which movie? Four oh, Brothers. Yeah, he played uh, Victor Sweet. The, the, John Singleton movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rest in peace. Yeah, with, with, with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, rest in peace with John Singleton. With uh, Mark Wahlberg. Tyrese. And, uh, Tyrese. Andre 3000. Yeah. And, yeah. well, um, that brings up something. Going back to Cartoon Network, John mm-hmm. Witherspoon's son has a show coming out on Cartoon Network. It's What's a, it called? It's an animated show about, it's him and a bunch of other rappers um, let me look up what it's called real quick. Is it quick. Laser Fox? How, how great was John Witherspoon on Boondocks, man? Oh, well, yeah. Not not just yeah. not just Boondocks, but then when he was on uh, Black Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, John Witherspoon is just one of those guys, man, where it's like everything that he was on, like, bang, it was bang, gold. Bang, bang, bang. He's yeah. on um, Black Jesus, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. on Black Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he I'm, was I'm, on the the Wayans brothers had a TV show. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. know, we, we yeah. know. We've yeah, talked about the Wayans brothers many a times on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, those are speaking of smart, creative dudes. Those dudes are super underrated because they are like a Hollywood powerhouse. Man, yeah. like the people, brothers. the Wayans oh, brothers. brothers. People, oh. even, people don't even know that they have. You know, ever since uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't even going to go back that far. I was going to go back to uh, Scary Movie. But yeah, I'm going to get you Sucker, mm-hmm. you know, or Hollywood Shuffle, where he played, uh, oh, who did he play? 
Jerry Curl. Jerry Curl. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen Hollywood Shuffle? I, I, I've never it. seen it, but I know what you're talking about. You gotta about, see though. it, man. You gotta see it. It's a great movie. But, but that's yeah, it's like they he, put out. He like, was discovered. They put out so many movies, man. Like, uh, no. like one of my favorites is uh, "Don't Be a Menace While Drinking Your Juice oh, yeah. in the Hood." Oh, oh yeah. You know what we I'm saying? So got a problem here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> when he when he I, had the uh, missile in the back of the truck. And remember, <laughs> remember the man? He had the list of everybody he was trying to take down. He had Mike Tyson yeah. up there, Michael <laughs> yeah. Jackson. I'm, yeah, I'm telling yeah. you right now, the best part of that movie is the cheeseburgers. Ah, uh, with the dude. Oh my god! You know, having the play on New I, Jack I got City. These, no, it won't New it Jack was, City. Are you sure it won't New Come Jack on. City? Come on, hey, look, bro. What was it? A Don't pl- disrespect my I'm movies not like that. The movies, it was bro. from Minutes to Society. Okay, that's what it was. But the dude was yeah. just like, he's like, I, 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 I ain't gonna say it up yeah, here because we're a PG podcast. <laughs> but I got Minister these cheeseburgers. My, my my favorite hood movie, man. Like I I like it. Better than don't uh, say it. What's your don't favorite? Say better than Juice? I like it, Boys in the no! Hood. Yeah. Uh, no, Boys in the Hood I is my Boys favorite hood. hood movie, man. But Minister Society, it just it's it's so good. Uh, uh, who, what's the guy's name? Yeah, uh, Lorenz with Tate. the braids. Old dog, Lorenz Tate. I'll, Lorenz I'll say that old dog, man. Minister Society is, is a lot more. Uh, I guess you say a lot more hood. I mean, it's a lot more right. violent than Boys in the Hood. Like right, yeah. When Boys in the Hood, because it had that message in it. I mean, you had Lawrence Fishburne in it. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Well, 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 Boys in the Hood is the movie that sort of opened the world to that genre. Facts. And, uh, you know, at the time, John Singleton was the youngest uh, human, period, of any color to be nominated for any best director Academy Award and the first African American to be nominated for an Academy Award. It's a ground groundbreaking film. I love Cuba Gooding. It made so many stars. Oh yeah, I mean, the, the, the Ricky thing's June. super iconic. Yeah, yeah. But I still love men. I just I just love Lorenz Tate as old up. What you say about my mama? Yeah, what you well, say? I feel I was, sorry for your mother. And I'm just yeah, throw, man. I'm throwing this out there as my opinion. I mean, yeah. and it is what it is. But I think my favorite quote unquote hood movie is probably Pootie Tang. No. Okay. <laughs> he said Pootie Tang. <laughs> I really have always been such a huge fan of the movie and soundtrack for Above the Rim. Oh yeah, man. Above That's the Rim classic. Above the Rim is yeah. so good. The yeah, soundtrack yeah. is literally just as good as the movie. Speaking of uh uh Marlon Wayans. Yep. Yeah. And this I, is back uh, in the day when I, soundtracks meant something, right? Yeah. You know, well, soundtracks meant something. Yeah. Because it, it wasn't it wasn't just songs, no, no, just thrown up there. Like it was artists making it was songs, songs for the movie. For the movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, all of them were going platinum, man. Mm-hmm. Look, you I'm know, telling you, bro. That I was uh, I was in Tupac's last movie, man. I got to work with yep. Tupac. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was I wasn't in, working uh, with him. I tell you, I tell you, I was, you know, I think I was like 18 years old, and uh, I didn't know he was going to be in the movie. So they had the, the table read at uh, Disney in Burbank. Mm-hmm. So I drive, I drive to Disney. I, you know, give my, my ID. I drive on, I go into the conference room and I look down at the paper. It was Jim, it was Jim Belushi. I knew he was going to be it. And then it said Tupac Shakur. Mm-hmm. I was, and I was like, I was like the only young black dude there. TC Carson was in it and Kumo D was in it, but they were, older than me yeah. and but i was like i was like the tupac target audience and that was when he was like you know at the pinnacle he just got out of jail he had just released all eyes on me and i, I was like oh, 
What? And uh, it was really cool. Bro, I would have been marking out, too. Oh, Didn't yeah. Know that yeah. I, I'm working yeah. with Tupac? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was good. I, uh, three days. Three days I worked with him. At a small part, the you know, the first day was the uh, the uh, uh, table read, and then the first day we shot, I was like, I you know, I I was I wasn't signed, I didn't do anything, but I was making music. I was like, I had like my music, and I was gonna play it for Tupac. And I was yeah. like, yo, <laughs> so we worked that day. It was all good. I was like, yo, 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 Tupac, Tupac, I make music, and I'm gonna play you some of my stuff. And he looked at me, and he his face went cold. He said, uh, we straight at death row. And he just walked away from me. Hey. I don't like he don't like, care, bro. I was like, I'm, well, but here's here's the thing. And then the second day I worked with him, uh, you know, I did my thing, and he was like, he gave me a fist bump. He was like, you were you were dope, dude. It was all good. And then the movie like wrapped a week after that, and I think he got shot. Maybe a week after we uh, we uh, we wrapped, and subsequently I heard a interview he did with the Baker boys, which were, you know who big boy is? Yes. He's a, he's, he's like a big DJ out here before uh, no, in LA. Before, I, we thought you, he thought, I think you was talking about outcast. Who? Oh no, no, no. no I know who like, you're talking about. You're talking about big yeah. boy, like big boy who used to be real. Big really radio. Big boy. Uh, yeah. 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 Okay. So before him, there were these dudes called the Baker boys and they did this, the, uh, one of the last interviews with Tupac. And he was like, yo, I want to apologize to anybody who I've been rude to. He's like, people are out here to get me. And it really affected me, man, because, uh, I mean, I was a kid then. But looking back, he was just like 25 years old, man. Mm-hmm. He was scared for his life. Nice, he was yeah, like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not, yeah. You know, so, but uh, it was really, really, uh, you know, really cool to work with him. He was a, a on set. He was a gracious actor, and uh, you know, again, another person I'm really grateful to have been able to share screen time with in my career. And that's a star-studded movie, gang-related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, James Earl Jones, Dennis Quaid, uh, Dennis Quaid, Gary Coleman. Yeah, Layla Rashawn, a whole bunch of really amazing actors. So, all right. So let's get to. Before what, what before we, we before we get into the anime, it was one more thing I wanted to bring up. Um, yeah. You starred on Training Day, which was a follow up to the movie that I, came out. I did, yeah, I, w- I did an episode of that with the mighty Bill Paxton before mm-hmm. he passed. Really, again, he uh, he may have been before working with Rosario Dawson. Bill Paxton may have been the the nicest person I have ever worked with on as like uh, number one on a call sheet so when you when you're working you get a number you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so number one is bill paxton number two is whoever so he was number one on the call sheet he's a star so nice man he was like hey come sit in my seat and he was like tell me stories about his dad and his wood shop just a really cool dude really really cool dude Again, another person. I'm very grateful I had the, the that's, uh, that's chance cool to. That, uh, yeah, that's cool that you got to you know work with these people, man. And yeah, yeah, you, for sure. It's just one of those things where it's like you know, it's like you know that you're in this field, but it's like yeah. you never know where it's going to lead you to and like who you're going to work with, you know? Yeah, for sure. But yeah. now we can go ahead and get into what Travis was about to bring up. That's right. 
And what is yeah. that, Trav? Naruto. Shippuden, right? Shippuden. Shippuden. You got to make sure you say it right. Shippuden. 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 Yeah. So tell us, like, how did you get into that? Like, were you already watching the series beforehand or? No, I didn't. I didn't know anything about it. So I came into it like halfway into the first season that Killer B was on. Mm -hmm. And I forget which season that was like seven, eight years ago. And originally there was an actor on it called uh, his name was Reno Wilson. And he I got know who like you're a, talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's been he was on uh, uh, he got a TV show and he couldn't do it anymore. And they had to replace him last minute. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, you, you go on the audition. They were like, you know, here's what he did. But you can do whatever you want. And they liked it. And I've been doing it ever since, I, you know. I can't. I can't even remember how many episodes of Naruto I've done, and now um, Boruto I've done yeah. like six six of the movies, five video I was games, about to say video games, mm-hmm. all kinds yeah, yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Well, that's the yeah, cool yeah. thing about getting in these anime franchises like that is it. Yeah. You have a chance to become quote unquote iconic. Iconic, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that he was the original Killer B, though. The dude from Mike and Molly. Mike and Molly, yeah. yeah that yeah, must yeah. be he why was, he couldn't do the show because he got the gig out Mike and Molly. He got, he got Mike and Molly, and he was like, I can't. I just, he just didn't have time. Again, when you're shooting a sitcom, they they, they eat up all your time. Yeah, I was dude. about to you're say, like, yeah. He's not a random dude on the sitcom. He's Mike's best friend, yeah. you know, right. on the force. He's, regular, he's on yeah, there every yeah, episode. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately he had to go, but good for me. I yeah, get good to for you. Be yeah. Killer B, because Killer B is such an amazing, crazy, wild character to be able to play, mm-hmm. you know, over these years, man. Just some, <laughs> you know, he's like the, uh, the curmudgeon uncle who on the show he doesn't he's not an alcoholic but i feel like you know what i'm saying like he's like that uncle that at thanksgiving that shows up and falls down on the turkey and, yeah. and raps and tries to sell you something he's like yo what's going on nephew boom 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 and, well yeah because he's the total opposite of his brother right you know yes, I mean? yeah his brother yeah, yeah. all is very stern and i'm yes, the leader like, and yeah, all this you know, stuff yeah. yeah versus him yeah. he's kind of like he's super chill just want to yes. have a good time, time yeah and like, y'all say, oh, he just wants to, you know, rap and uh, t- yeah. teach uh, Naruto how to work that nine tails. Yeah, that's right. That, that was what, what I loved about it is I sort of uh, get to be the Yoda yeah, pretty of much. the series, you know, where I sort of like, OK, here's how you get to uh, like I, I help him go from a boy to a man and, mm-hmm. and show him how to really uh, uh master his chakra on the inside which is really what his nine tails represents now like you know going back to the you know discussion earlier where you were saying that when you get a voice role you know Mm -hmm. you got to go you got to do a couple of different voices and whatnot and when i listen to your voice up there you know it always reminds me of mr t like was okay now here's all right, and now that Naruto's over, it, it's sort of it, it, I based it on there's a I think it's 1980s cartoon called GI Joe. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Now Roadblock. I know you're talking about. 
It sort of sounded like this. Right. Like, no one is half the battle. Yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> no one is half. I love those yeah. commercials. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was like, it was like him mixed with Red Fox. So, yo, mm, yo, you know, okay, so I can Killer Bee is yeah. like in there. Yeah. But who did you say it sounded like? Mr. T. Mr. T. There's a little bit. Yeah, fool. Hey, yeah, yeah, you fool, yeah, you fool. Mr. T in there. Yeah. Fool, you fool. Yeah. <laughs> well, the fool, you fool was a little bit of Mr. T. And then there's like a little bit of. Uh, Lil John with the yeah and all yeah, that stuff, yeah. you know. <laughs> and they were like, you know, they were like, just go as crazy as you want, because they will. They, what they'll do is when you're doing anime, usually, uh, not always, you you get the Japanese version, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they're like, so here's what he did, but you don't have to do that at all. And for a lot of the characters, they're like, you have to stick to their tone. But for Killer B, they were like, go. Crazy, especially like the Killer B rap. They were like, they're like, you can do whatever. I mean, they give you the words and uh, some of the words, some of the rhymes they come up with. Just trash. Are just, yeah. It's just trash. But that was the whole, that's the whole point is like, he, he's not the greatest rapper. No, he's not even a good rapper. Even in the but, Japanese version, he's, yes, he's not a good but rapper. <laughs> but he, 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 he gives you it. every yeah. drop, man. hundred percent. He will, he, he, not, he may not be the best rhymer, but he will give you all of his heart yeah, to, he to the last drop. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He's passionate. <laughs> and, that, and that's the, you know, the one thing that I liked about his character and what you did with voicing him was it's like yeah. how positive he is and how, right. you know, people, you know, they, they treated him like crap and yeah, yeah. they he treated him the, the same the way that they treated the Naruto sheep. and, and, uh, the Garo. Yeah. Yeah. and, uh, it's like, you know, he was just like, nah, it's like, Hey, y'all can treat me like crap. I'm just going to keep on doing me. And, and like, he didn't let them get to him like that. And I'm a yeah. very positive person. And I feel like, you know, that really, you know, reached out to me when I saw, you know, the character and whatnot. So I just yeah. want to say thank you for that, that you did a really sure. awesome job voicing him and, you know, making, it, it. making it feel like it's like this is somebody that's right in front of me right now. You know what I'm saying? I know right. Trav really isn't a fan of the dubs. Like he's more a fan of the sub for, uh, you know, Shippuden. But, right. Um, but yeah, I just want to say thank you for that. Oh, good. I appreciate it, man. You know, we, uh, the thing is, when you're doing that, sometimes you're alone in a room and you never know if it will land. Right. But, yeah. Uh, I've gotten a lot of really great feedback from fans and people who really love Killer B. And uh, I just, you know, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. No, I think uh, to me, when it comes to the dub, Killer B and Kakashi, uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't know who voices Kakashi yeah. or what. But just such a, I will we'll go back and forth too with like how the difference in some of the Japanese stuff, like for Goku and Dragon Ball Z, I'm not really a fan of the Japanese right. version of how they do Goku, but I love the American dub of Goku and how he's portrayed. And it's the same with uh, All Might and My Hero Academia. I love the Japanese version of All Might is just me and me. I like both mm-hmm. of them. But the American version, he's so over the top and so right. Johnny Bravo, like so Johnny Bravo, like, and I, I just love it so much. So you never know which one you're gonna like more when right, you're watching yeah, yeah. these. Yeah. So did you ever catch yourself doing any Killer B raps out in public? You just no. in the mood? <laughs> no, no way, man. I, uh, <laughs> I can't. 
here's the thing is like it, it, it's the the way the words that they would have rhyme are just so weird that i i the whole naruto world is so crazy man yeah. like you know one of the one at the beginning of every episode they sit you down and they explain what's going on because it's hard even for me to follow what's going on you know and they're like this time i go what and there's a dude with mouths on his back and he does what and they're like and then wait so when i scream they take my chi and they put it in a in a jar and they're gonna save it for later to do what you know so it's just like so wild uh of a world it's really cool to be able to bring that into life it's not like something that would be like a regular old you know cartoon it's the anime gets crazy cool 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 so what's next for you like what projects do you have going on coming up? Because I know that you had mentioned the series yeah. where Rosaria Dawson, uh, Briar Patch. Like, right. can you explain uh, what's what's that about? And then also talk about what other projects you have coming up. Well, that's the only thing. I, I just did an episode uh, in December of uh, Shameless. Nice. I saw I think, that. Is that yeah. for, that's for the new season coming up? Yeah, that's for the season. This is the final season right, right now. No, they're doing one more. Oh, they're okay, do the next one. An eleventh season. One. Yeah. Now, next one's the final season. What's what's her name's already gone, right? She already left the show. Yeah, the uh, I forgot her name. I can't Leah. remember her name. Emily. Yeah. Emily. Uh, Emily. The the chick from her name's Emily. I right, can't remember yeah. her last yes. name. Yeah, she left uh, last season, but they're doing uh, this ten episode uh, season ten, and they're going to do one more season next year to like wrap up the whole story because it, and it, it's going to be the same length it's based on a british uh sitcom of the same name and they did 11 seasons so i think they're gonna try and honor the 11 seasons that they did in england and uh do the same sort of wrap up how was it but, like uh, working on i mean i know it's only an episode but what was it like yeah. going in there and working with these people who've worked together for so long it was really fun, man. The thing is, when you're working, when you go and you work on a show that has been on that long, it's sort of like a well-oiled machine, right? Yeah. You know, like like, like I've been on pilots where everything is crazy and yeah, trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, but whereas working on that show, it's they they know what they're doing. Everybody's in the right spot, and uh, you come in and you do your thing, and it's like boom, boom. You get in and you get out. You just try not to mess up your line, right? And, you know, make sure you you don't uh, look at the wrong spot. You know, yeah. But coming up for me, really, the only thing I have now is uh, Briar Patch, which is airing uh, next month on USA. It premieres February sixth, and Cannon Busters on Netflix. I did, uh, I think, three episodes of that i played bob bob yeah one of the one of the henchmen and cannon busters was a great show as soon as we watched it yeah like i'm, I'm it really and um yeah. again going back to um what i'm so bad with names who Cam? wrote it and directed it oh. uh um, his name is he's worked on so it, much stuff he's on the first off he's the first african-american um uh lashawn thomas yes uh, thank first, you yep. He's the first uh, African American uh, to have his own anime that he has created that was made within the anime system in 
Japan. Like he's over there. He's yeah. in uh, Japan working. He's not like a person in, uh, who's working like in America and trying to mimic what they're doing. No, over no, there. Yeah. He went over there and deeply entrenched in the culture. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people don't understand, you know, this, there's, you know, of course, uh, what's the stigma, right? And now we're getting to a point where, um, being, you know, a, what, what do they call it when you're black and nerdy? Um, blurred. Blurred. Yeah. You know, it's a little blurred. bit more accepted when the, than it was, you know, 20 years ago, where it's like you were yeah. square mm-hmm. if you were black and like those kind right. of things. But now we're getting yeah, to this yeah, point yeah. where it's an accepted thing. For and, sure, yeah. um, this guy's just so talented, man. And the stuff that, you know, he worked on shows like Lizzie McGuire. And right. Like, he's worked on so much stuff on the sneak. You know what I mean? And I'm not yeah, saying yeah. he is, he put the whole show together. But I'm, we're, right. I'm just saying, these are the kind of things that this man can do. And the fact that he came in, yeah. he wrote a comic book. He wrote the comic first, yeah. You know, went over to Japan. And was like, if I'm going to do this anime, I'm going to do it the right way. I'm going to get with the, yeah, yeah. the right animators mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And again, look what happened. I mean, it's super oh. successful. Yeah, hopefully we'll get a. Uh, I think we're gonna get a uh, second. season. Oh no, we're definitely. Yeah, 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 we're definitely getting a second season. Especially after yeah. how the first one ended. I mean, it ended on that cliffhanger. Yep. It's, it's like yeah, you know, yeah. after after it finished up, like fans demanded they wanted more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So yeah, so I'm wrapping this thing up. We yeah. just want to say thank you for joining us today and coming on and being a guest on Leveling Up with Benjamin Banks. We appreciate you coming up here. All good. And before Thanks for we, having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And before we let you go, tell everybody yeah. in social media land where they can find you at. Uh, I don't, uh, oh, Katero TV on Instagram. C-A-T-E-R-O-T-V. The letter T, the letter V. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Katero, again, like I said, thank you for coming up here, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Appreciate y'all having me. Hey, thanks, man. All right, peace. All good. What you doing over there, you fool, you fool? Chilling, you know. Just uh, wrapped up this uh, great interview with our guest. Yeah. Oh. I gave you the point, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I had closed my eyes and looked down. Bro, I gave you the point. Katero, I, bro. I, I, yeah. I gave you the handoff, though. I'm sorry. I didn't know, man. I look. I, I was not on my head, down. and I was. I'm sorry, bro. But yeah, like you said, great we just conversation. Had a, we just had a great interview with Katero, man. Really awesome guy. Heard a lot of cool stories. You know, talked about a lot of different random movies. You got movies. to work with Tupac. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like very nice and humble dude, man. I'm glad that he reach back to me when I message him you know what I'm saying so it's, said, it's like bro it's like we said when we had uh, Chris up here oh, mm-hmm. so, I'm sorry Mr. Christopher, Christopher Don Trail Piper. Piper you never know until you slide into the DM yeah, that's right. you know what I'm saying so again we just want to say thank you for joining us Patero and uh, we hope that we can have you up here again yeah, much success to you and your future career mm-hmm. and again you already know where you can find your boys at leveling up banks on facebook instagram twitter mm-hmm. but most importantly at patreon.com where you can donate us one dollar and that helps keep the lights on that's right the bills get paid mm-hmm. baby mm-hmm. also do not forget for all your tattoo needs mm-hmm. if you are local to virginia or you are traveling and you want to get some of the best nerd 
work you can find mm -hmm. make sure you hit up golden, golden ink tattoo in portsmouth virginia mm -hmm. please we have three amazing artists denise kitty and kyle and kyle bro i gave you the point well, i was right at that time but i wanted to leave the suspense yeah, yeah and you left it. i love the suspense mm -hmm. and you can personally and i mean personally find me on instagram at zk audio make sure you give me a follow right there you can find you know video games that i play anime that i watch you can watch me you, you can come check out you my watch beautiful whip, watch you, nene. you can watch my beautiful girls on their whip and nene and you can check out you know some of the audio engineering i do as well and for you mr benjamin banks where can they find you you can find me your boy benjamin banks at king benji underscore banks on instagram and twitter with those two handles That's and right. then you can look me up on facebook by just typing in benjamin banks and i'll pop right up there for you so again thank you everybody that listens to us each and every week we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and we'll be back with you again next week with a brand new episode of leveling up with benjamin banks and we hope you enjoy that one too so again there it is make sure you keep on leveling up baby peace Ooh.